Hello everyone and welcome back to Creative Land. Um, housekeeping, let's jump in right away. Uh, I'm actually really excited. I got approved for Apple Podcast. It took me a hot minute, I'm not going to lie. Um, I don't currently use uh, an Apple product, so I didn't have an Apple ID. So that was that was the hang up. But, um, you know, their customer service is amazing and they really did help me through. And yeah, it's up on Apple Podcast now if you'd like to listen to it. Uh, in regards to other housekeeping, um, I think I've mentioned this before, but what I'm going to do is create a blog on my website, which will be dealing more with the homesteading and, you know, growing and uh, part of what I'm pursuing for my land. And I've noticed that basically what's happened with the podcast is that it's really geared more towards the helping of creatives. Um, so again, you can look at both either. Uh, but for me, I am a creative trying to move to land where I can grow and homestead. So I will continue to be looking at both of those things and uh, presenting information that hopefully you guys will find helpful on um, both sides. So this episode is dealing with reframing. And I think what I'll do is start with a definition of reframing um, or cognitive reframing as, it, as it's sometimes referred to. And that's just so that you can sort of take that in and you can even go look it up yourself. I'll, I'll keep a link um, so that you can sort of analyze how you can apply this for yourself. But again, it's actually really challenging to apply things if you don't fully understand the tool or method that's being presented. So I found a definition on changingminds.org that I like. It's sort of the uh, higher level definition, like it's it's quite um, comprehensive. And, you know, the language or vernacular might be a little challenging at first. So I will give some simplified versions as well. But let's start with this one. So on changingminds.org, it says that a frame or frame of reference is a complex schema of unquestioned beliefs, values, and so on that we use when inferring meaning. If any part of that frame is changed, hence reframing, then the meaning that is inferred may change. To reframe, step back from what is being said and done and consider the frame or lens through which this reality is being created. Understand the unspoken assumptions, including beliefs and schema that are being used. Then consider alternative lenses, effectively saying, let's look at it another way. Challenge the beliefs or other aspects of the frame. Stand in another frame and describe what you see. Change attributes of the frame to reverse meaning. Select and ignore aspects of words, actions, and frame to emphasize and downplay various elements. Now, I'm not going to unpack that description line by line, but I am going to go into some specific examples of how this technique can help you uh, in your pursuit to be creative. And by the end, if you go back and re-listen to those words, then they will probably sink in more. Um, I will also leave the changingminds.org description in the written breakdown of this podcast, which you can always find on sherlander.com under Creative Land, um, so that you can reread it at your leisure. And I will also leave a link directly to that article because you might find some other information there that will help you. I found a more simplified definition on verywellmind.com and there it says the essential idea behind reframing is that a person's point of view depends on the frame it is viewed in. When the frame is shifted, the meaning changes and thinking and behavior often change along with it. 
And in even more general terms, reframing is basically just looking at things differently. You know, that might sound really simple, but it's one of the most powerful techniques that I have employed in my creative life. Like seriously, I'm going to say that, I'm going to say that again. (laughs) It's one of the most powerful techniques that I have employed in my creative life and, you know, actually just my life in general. In fact, it literally changed my life and without meaning to be dramatic, it literally saved my life. I'm not going to explain that further right now because uh, I will actually be recording an episode that looks at correlations between, you know, being highly creative and the propensity for mental health issues. Um, But also, I'm not a psychologist or a medical professional. So please note that when I speak about these things, including reframing, I'm doing it from the perspective of a creative and how I have learned to employ tools and techniques to help me move forward as a creative. As you know, my intention is simply to help other creatives overcome obstacles that keep them from pursuing their craft and also being successful in their, you know, their chosen discipline. Honestly, you don't have to be a creative to benefit from these ideas as you really can apply them to just all the general areas of your life, like different areas. Um, so yeah, back to reframing. Um, you know, although there are probably a plethora of ways in which reframing can help you, cognitively speaking, I'm going to give you the five that I think are most important to creatives. Um, so let's jump in. Yeah. One, reframing allows you to be more positive. Two, reframing provides the tools you need to break out of victim mentality. Three, Reframing promotes empathy. Four, uh, reframing improves your ability to see valuable connections. And five, reframing gives you more perspective. Before I go into those points in more depth, just to note that this is going to be a two-part podcast, and I'm going to just look at the first two ways that reframing can help you as a creative, and then I'll address the other three in part two. Oh, and I'd also like you to note that Unless you're a person who has not grown like at all since childhood, then you have already used the technique of reframing, but you just might not know it. Um, So you actually do already know how to reframe. You're just maybe not aware that you're doing it or worse, actually, you might be using the technique in a detrimental way. You can think of it like interest when it comes to money. Interest from savings builds and then it works for you. If you look at it in terms of interest on credit cards, though, well, when it builds, it works against you. You know what I mean? Everyone knows the glass half empty, half full proverbial saying. Today, I find it's used more as a descriptor, as in she's kind of a glass half empty kind of girl. But the glass scenario could be seen as reframing if you were someone who originally looked at the glass as being one thing, say half empty, and then you asked yourself to look at it again or look at it in another way and then suddenly thought, oh, wait, you know, it's also half full. So, yeah, you are familiar with reframing, but let's kind of break it down uh, into these five points in terms of effectively applying them to your creative practice. So number one, positivity. Reframing gives you the opportunity to be more positive, um, which in turn can lead to enough motivation to act. So it empowers you to move beyond a negative situation faster, um, which leads, you know, honestly, to a much more productive practice. If you think something is impossible, 
then why would you be moved to even try? You know, my last podcast was about mistakes and I touched on looking at mistakes as opportunities for growth as opposed to an excuse to berate yourself or, you know, worse yet, quit entirely. And that really goes along with this idea here of reframing, uh, making things more positive, like creating a positive environment for you to move forward. And, you know, here's here, I'm going to give you an example of using reframing to see things more positively. So let's say, you know, you're out at some gallery or some art fair and you see someone else's work and it's more technically advanced than yours. So you could think, oh my God, look at that amazing work. God, I I suck at painting. I suck at painting. Of course, you can replace painting with whatever discipline you want. But the thing is that that statement is a dead end. You just suck or, you know, believe that you do. You could reframe that thought to, I'm not as technically proficient as that painter. You know, you might be thinking, isn't that what the first response was kind of saying? And well, no, because the first way of looking at the situation is negative and limiting. I suck at painting is just a road ending acceptance of your perceived suckage. And with that type of thought, you're not readily going to see opportunities for how to change your skill level. And, you know, it could also be the first negative thought or step that spirals you all the way down until you actually quit. Now, another way of looking at the situation allows room for growth and action because it has a more positive spin. It still calls to your attention that you are not, you know, as good, using my air quotes there, as the other painter, but it allows you to spiral up. So from the positive reframing perspective, you can then think of constructive ways to improve your technical ability. And when you do that, you're then more motivated to improve. And from that positive standpoint, much more likely to take action. Like that's a huge part of that positivity. You know, positive thoughts do, they make it easier for you to take action because you feel an intrinsic motivation from them. Um, And honestly, when you first start practicing reframing, it is really challenging But I promise, I promise, promise, promise you, it will get better. Um, You'll just get better at it the more that you try to do it, just like anything. So for example, about how you'll get better at it or how you'll come up with better reframing thoughts, let's let's make mine better. So my original was, um, I'm not as technically proficient as that painter, but we can improve on that. And we can say, I'm not as technically proficient as that painter yet. Or you could remove almost all of the negativity immediately by reframing to a thought such as, I wonder what that painter did to garner their current advanced technical skills. Or what could I do to improve my technical skills to the level of this painter? Way more positive. And then what happens is your brain, the you know amazing computer that it is, goes to find answers to those questions, which sets you on an upward momentum you know, through endless possibility instead of a downward spiral because of restricting dream crushing beliefs with no room for hope. And again, it just makes sense that when you feel more positive about something, you are more likely to act. Yeah. So that is reframing in terms of positivity. Um, Number two is actually victim mentality. And this one's tough 
this one is really tough because once you're kind of caught in victim mentality, it can be very challenging to reframe, but really reframing is the thing that will get you out of victim mentality. So it's tough, but you know, you're going to have to show a little bit of faith sometimes and just take those baby steps. Like I mentioned in one of my first podcasts. So in terms of victim mentality, reframing gives you the tools you need to get out of the victim trap by providing a way for you to see your own responsibility in any situation. And I'm not going to lie, when you first realize that you are responsible for every aspect of your life, it can feel really overwhelming. But then what happens is you realize that it's extremely empowering because you don't have to just let things happen to you, you know, under the guise of, I can't do this because of X. And, you know, X could be a person, a financial situation, societal pressures, you know, a lack of skill, whatever, whatever the case may be. There are actually a lot of people, um, creatives and non-creatives, you know, alike, who perpetuate the idea of the tragic artist life, whether that is, you know, via the starving artist myth, you know, artists are poor, um, or more seriously tragic artist histories, Um, you know, that people tend to gravitate towards. I'm I'm not sure of the allure, but um, it seems to be a phenomenon. And, you know, I'm really passionate about trying to get creatives to learn cognitive behavioral skills that will help them deal with the internal and external influences that can just completely derail us. The truth of the matter is that if something horrible happens to us, we still have a choice as to whether or not we will take on a victim mentality or learn from our pain and suffering. You know, it sucks. (laughs) Like, it sucks. It's not awesome when you're in it, like dealing with the actual sting of rejection or disappointment. But reframing really can help. Um, Here's an example of how reframing can help a creative not to fall into the victim mindset trap. Say you're a writer and you've spent a year sending your manuscript off to numerous publishers and you know you've received rejection letter after rejection letter if you fall prey to victim mentality it's just you could just believe you know it's just impossible to make it as a writer in a world where literary arts are just taking a nosedive you know that thought is sort of leading you to a dead no it is leading you to a dead end like it's out of your control you know, it's all happening to you and it's all bad. And this is where reframing can really help you. So in this scenario, you could use reframing to move towards a more empowering thought like, my manuscript has not yet been picked up, but I know that there are successful writers in the world and I'd like to be one of them. See, okay, so it's not about like living in rainbow land. (laughs) where everything's perfect and beautiful and wonderful. You know, you're not candy coating the situation. You've acknowledged that you have not been successful, but you added yet, which your mind interprets as possibility for the future. Um, The last part of the reframe also empowers you because, because you recognize that if others have made it, then, well, you can too. You start looking at the how of their success and you move away from the why of your failure, you know, air quotes there. Honestly, if you combine talent, passion and discipline with determination, then it's not only feasible that you will be successful in your creative endeavor, it's actually probable 
for me, reframing is part of the determination part. Because if you choose the attitude uh, or thought patterns that are most likely to lead you to your goals, then it shows true grit. Like I said, it isn't easy to change the way you think, man. Like it is not easy at all, especially if you've become accustomed to thinking like a victim. But you know, how bad do you want it? (laughs) That's That's the question. It's not easy to change the way you think, but it is the best possible way to change the way you behave. In my experience, you do the work to change the thoughts and then the actions sort of change accordingly with minimal effort. And that might sound like a fairy tale or a falsehood, but I I tell you, it's true. Once you've changed the negative thought that's blocking you, the physical activity of it just becomes so much easier. Like in, in the case of a writer, think of that. Like a lot of people might think, oh, it's so easy to be a writer. You know, you're just physically sitting there typing. But if you've got a mental block in the way, you know, ask a writer who hits writer's block. It, it's moving that writer's block is the effort. That's what takes the the gargantuan strength, the Herculean strength to, to move that block. And once that's done, the writing just flows. And And it's the same with removing any sort of challenge in a creative pursuit. Um, it really starts with your mind and that's where reframing comes in. So if you are having a hard time accepting this idea, <laughs> which, which if you're stuck in a victim mentality, um, you will probably push this sort of idea away uh, initially because then it challenges that victim state, right? So just be cautious. If you're having a hard time accepting this particular point on reframing, then I would recommend that you really take a hard look at that because it's probably um, the reason that you're blocking your creative process. One could argue, honestly, that reframing itself is creativity. You know, in that imagination is automatically employed when you want to see something differently. You have to be creative to see or develop alternatives and reframing is just an alternative way of looking at something. So yeah, (laughs) that's reframing in regards to combating victim mentality, you know, that, that becomes an obstacle in creative practice. And that brings us to the end of the first part of this podcast. Just to review, um, I will be addressing three additional ways that creatives benefit from this idea. And those are that reframing, um, three promotes empathy Uh, four, reframing improves your ability to see valuable connections and five, reframing gives you more perspective. So those are the points we're going to be addressing in part two of this podcast and please watch for when I release that. Until then, stay creative.